What's up, black man? What's good? Not much, man. Chilling, man. Just enjoying this beautiful Easter slash Resurrection Day. Yes, sir. Happy you Easter. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter to you, man. Happy Easter to yeah, you, black. Man. Yes, sir. Had a lot of memories today from when we was kids, man. Eating a nice hot meal. Remember going <laughs> to the Easter Easter evening plays at the church, man. And <laughs> just a lot of memories today I was thinking about, man, from the past. But yeah, man. Uh, had a pretty good Easter today. Good, man. I'm glad to hear that. So did I. So did I, man. Spent some time with the family, man. It was pretty good, you know. Um, just, just, just blessed. I guess yeah. we can say we can say we're blessed. Yes, 100. Uh, percent uh, but welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I am your man's one more time in the building, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists. And this your man, Black, back in the building for another episode, one of your favorite sportsologists. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I only have one question. Are you ready? Hartford, I said, are you ready? His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's unfortunate for Phil Jackson that he signed Lamar Odom as his first executive <laughs> move, uh, first executive move, and to find out Lamar Odom was indeed on a crack. crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, like we were saying, man, welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk, man. We hanging in there here at the Sports Desk, man. We know we be trying to pull it, pull it out our necks, man. You know, to give you guys, you know, some good content. The sports. Yes. But we, we got some good stuff for you today, man. So I know a lot of you uh, probably have heard this sound before. Yes. So welcome to the second annual, the second annual mock draft from the sports desk. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Me and Black, we're going to shoot a, a, a shoot our top 10 picks and we're going to, uh, you know, kind of talk about some other teams and where they could be picking at. Um, with this year's NFL draft slated for April 23rd through the 26th, I believe. So we gave it a run last year, and we just thought it'd be dope for us to come back around and give you uh, another a mock draft. Yes, sir. So that also is from uh, the Reduce Lunch podcast, and some of our listeners out there, yes, that is the official ringer for the I'll Pay For It draft. <laughs> okay, so um, if you're interested in knowing what that's all about, head to SoundCloud, head to iTunes, and check out the episode titled, The Inaugural I'll Pay For It Draft. All right, but uh, we're going to stick to sports here at the Sports Desk, man. So we got a, a good bit to cover today. Like I said before, we're going to give our mock draft uh, for the NFL draft uh, for this year. Uh, of course, we're going to get into our start bench of cut, man. Uh, we're going to talk uh, our top five. Um, we're also going to get into a little NBA. Um, we're going to keep talking about the last dance as it's set to premiere. Uh, next Sunday, the 19th. So me and Black are recording on a Sunday right now. So a week from today, uh, we're going to be getting that. 
uh, highly anticipated event of the last dance. And last week, there was a couple things we didn't get to discuss. We're going to talk hypothetically here. Back in 1999, Tracy McGrady and Alan Iverson almost ended up in the same backcourt in Philadelphia. And me and Black just going to talk about what would have been, give our thoughts, what could have happened there. Uh, we got the NBA horse competition pick, uh, kicking off today, actually. So, me and Black are recording live. I think it's getting ready to uh, uh, tip off here. And I guess me and Black are kind of let you know what we think while it's happening live. And then there was a hypothetical. No, no, not a hypothetical. There was a question, a tough question this week. Who had the most dramatic, impressive, dopest NBA final shot of all time? So we got some interaction with that on Twitter early in the week. And we're just going to present it to our listeners here. We're going to talk a little WWE, a little UFC, man. And we're going to get out of here. At, uh, we're going to get out of here, man, for episode 51. Uh, but before we get started... Uh, as always, let's see, we're going to give uh, our sound of the week here, and we have been blessed once again uh, by the, one of the GOATs, uh, Raki Amaya, uh, here at the Sports Desk, so check out our sound of the week. Oh, wait a second here, like we got a little technical difficulty with the sound of the week, that is very unfortunate. So let's see what else we can do. So while that loads up, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into start, bench, or cut. Now this is a segment dedicated to Black to put him on the hot seat. He does not know. He does not know what I am about to ask him. So he's being put right on the spot and he's being forced to think rather quickly. All right. So last week, our start, bench, or cut I believe we did. Uh, what did we do? I think we did wide receivers. I think we did. Uh, yeah. Julio, Michael Thomas, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. But before we get into our uh, start bench and cut, let's take a listen to the theme song for this one. So let's get into it, man. This week, start, cut, or bench. You ready, Black? Yeah, man. Ready to go, man. Okay, let's get with it. This week, Black, here are your three participants for start, bench, or cut. Number one, the rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two, the rock, Rocky Maivia, the people's champion. And number three, the dead man, the Undertaker. So, Black, who you going to start? Who you going to bench? And who you cutting, Black? Let's put it to you. Let's kind of switch it up real quick. Two out of these three people, what tag team are you putting together to win the tag team championships, Black? Stone Cold, The Rock, or The Undertaker? Go ahead, my brother. You stopped there, boy. That boy quiet yeah. on it. <laughs> boy, boy, I don't like you for this one, boy. But it's cool, quiet, though. It's cool, though, man. That boy is quiet. It's cool, though, man. I strive uh-huh. in the thickness of things, man. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm going to go uh, start uh, Undertaker. 
And then I'm going to bench. No, say that again. We, we had a little music playing, but what you got? New I'm going to start The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to bench. Ooh. I'm going to bench. Mm, come on, not with it, Black. That boy stuck, boy. <laughs> hey man, hey, I know, I know, I'm gonna hear a lot about this, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Okay. I'm going to bench the Rock, and I'm going to cut Stone Cold Steve Austin. Are you kidding, bro? New sports. Yes. Okay, Black. I mean, I know that was hard for you, man. Very hard for I me. I know that was hard for you. Because I'm such a fan. Absolutely, man. I'm such a fan. I saw this one on Bleach. <laughs> I saw this one on Bleach Report, man. I said I think he'll probably lose his mind trying to get an answer <laughs> uh, for this. So I'll give my little two cents, man. I'm going to start the rock. I'm going to start the rock. I am going to bench the Undertaker, and I'm also going to cut Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I'm starting Rock. Bench and Taker and Cutting Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, uh, you guys give us your your uh, input and your takes uh, on that. All right, start bench a cut. All right, man. So let's see if our sound of the week is ready. It looks like it is. So once again, uh, here we go. This is our sound of the week. Another gem from The Rock. The Rock. You know, The Rock has heard all weekend long that come Monday night, The Rock's in store for a fight. Come Monday night, Kane and The Undertaker are going to get back at The Rock for hitting them with chairs. Come Monday night, the entire faction, Vince, Shane, DX, Triple H, even that $2, Uh-oh, no, no, that no. 50 cent slut, Stephanie. <laughs> getting back at The Rock for making their lives a living hell. Well, The Rock says this, it's Monday night. And The Rock, The Undertaker, and Kane are all here. So is the faction. The question is, when's the explosion gonna take place? So Undertaker, bring your American badass. Kane, bring your seven foot body. Triple H, bring your three foot nose. As God, as The Rock's witness, The Rock says to all your candy asses, just bring it. Yes. So that's another gem for The Rock. Another gem from The Rock. Rocky Mike. Yeah. Bro, The uh, Rock got so many, man. So yeah, many, bro. bro. Like, it's crazy. So many. When I get caught in the, in, in the pinch, man, I'm trying to scramble and always find something. Go to the rock. I can always go to The Rock, man, because he delivered to us so much, man. Yeah, man. All right, man. So shout out to The Rock, man. That was our sign of the week. All right, we're going to transition into our top five, man. And last week, uh, we had a pretty good, pretty good. Uh, a pretty good one, I believe. We gave our um, top five WWE champions, man. And we had one of our, our supporters, man, uh, shoot us some love on his top five. So we got my man's at Quest71084 uh, on Twitter. He said, in no order, his is The Rock, 
Steve Austin, CM Punk, John Cena, and the name that we forgot to say. He called us out, say everybody forgot to say this name. He said Triple H, the game. Yeah, is in his top five. Yeah, he was. He's definitely a great WWE champion, man. So shout out to at Quest Seven One Zero Eight Four, man, for always showing us love. We appreciate that, bro. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on now. All right, man. So we're gonna get into our top five. man so let's get it man this week's top five man we're gonna go with your favorite nba logo so i'm pretty sure like a bunch of our listeners at one point in time you collected hats you had hats man you're going to your foot locker or your lids and be like whoo boy that 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 all yellow golden state so hard boy yeah, i gotta yeah. grab that to throw yeah. in the fit or you might look at you know, that throwback San Antonio Spurs when they had the teal in there, man. Like, mm-hmm. something about a logo makes you want to grab that hat and rock it even though it's not your team. All right, so Black, let's kick it off with you, man. Give us your top five logos in the NBA. Basically, what kind of hat you put on your head, Black? Yeah, at number five, man, I'm going to go uh, the Charlotte Hornets, the pinstripe from oh, back okay, in the day. I'm okay. going to go Charlotte Hornets at five. Okay. At number uh, four, I'm going to go Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. And uh, at, okay. Nu- at number three. Now, right? wh- hold on. Which Philadelphia? The ones with Iverson? The new. Or the, the new. The, the, okay. the new the Philadelphia new. 76ers. Okay. okay. With the cream and the gotcha. red. Yeah. I got you. And then the Miami Heat uh, mm. from the LeBron and D-Wade oh, yeah. era. That, oh, yeah. that, that, that Heat uh, that was logo. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Toronto Raptors, that black and gold. You know, okay. I like that black and gold. Okay. That the new Drake. Uh, Drake thing that's yeah. going on, man. I love okay. that at number okay. two. And then number one. Who else? The Chicago Bulls, man. That that red and black. You know how can you how can iconic. you go how can you go wrong? The iconic Michael Jordan Bulls. Yes, sir. You know from from the from the nineties. You know, yes, so I got the Bulls at number one. Okay, ten four ten four. All right, let me. I'm gonna shoot my man as well. Number five, I got the Miami Heat. Uh, the, the Tim Hardaway Lonzo Morning Miami Heat logos, Ooh, man. That's okay. That's what I'm rolling with there. <laughs> number five, I got, I mean number four, I got the the first installment of the Grizzlies, man. The Vancouver Grizzlies, Ooh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. they that's logo and their colors were so hard, man. Number three. The Shaq and Penny Orlando Magic. All right. Oh, the Shaq and Penny. The Pinstripe. The Pinstripe. The black. The black yeah. Okay. That logo, everything serviced around those uniform colors was so dope. The blue as well. The yeah. blue with the pinstripes was dope too. Uh, number two, Chicago Bulls. I mean, I think that Bulls logo is 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 probably unanimous, you know, when you talk about <laughs> logos, man, the NBA. And number one, purple and gold, baby, till we die. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I got to rock with it, baby, that purple and gold, that Lakers logo, man. I knew you was going to have oh, that. Oh, yeah, man. One. You know, stay true. You know, stay true. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to the Lakers, man. So the Lakers is number one. So y'all hit us up, man, and y'all let us know your favorite logo. So don't be act, out there acting like you ain't go to the to the hat store and you try to find any type of team hat. You know, to put together with your new J's and your new fit. You know what I'm saying? When you was going out here hanging out, Well, Boy, man. I'm kind of upset about that Vancouver one, boy. I hard, know. hard, hard, bro. I don't know hard, why that bro. one didn't come to my mind, but it's cool, hard, though, man. Hard, bro. Hard, bro. It's your guest lunch sports. You're listening to the sports show. All right, man. So, we're going to get into our tweet of the week, man. So, we had like a... Uh, 
a back and forth, man. You know, um, this is concerning the WWE, man, and, and and one in particular, Ronda Rowdy Rousey, man. Is everybody have been speculating? You know, is she gonna come back? Is she done? Was it just a quick, you know, in and out? You know, what, you know what was it? Well, she appeared on a podcast. I believe the podcast was the the uh, the Steve-O something, the Steve from Jackass, the TV show. He got his own podcast, and she was on there. Ronda Rousey says, "Anyone who was outraged by me calling pro wrestling fake fights for fun has ever been in a real fight. While you all are uh, tiptoeing around." Brushing some pro wrestlers huge soft egos. No one is thinking about all of the real fighters You're insulting when pretending pro wrestling is somehow on the same level uh, of real of realism Yes, I understand wrestling is 300 days a year and it is incredibly taxing and tough on the body It is a difficult profession, but do you know what would happen if you got in? 300 real fights a year you literally will be dead so Nia Jax, uh, one of the uh, in the WWE, you know, former champion, uh, Raw Women's Champion. She has something to say about Ronda That's, Rousey uh, about the that. Rock, the Rock's niece, right? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay. So here, here's Nia Jax's response to Ronda Rousey. I can't wait for Ronda to one day return to WWE, even if WWE orders me to make Ronda look good in the ring, which is only the way for Ronda to look good in the ring with me. I'll risk my job to go down in history as as the one from the business who knocked her slap out. Wow. Yes, that is from <laughs> Nia Jax. Shout out Drake, man. Shout out to Wow. Back, man. That was a great record. You can get that still right now on iTunes, Apple, all titles, all that, man. You can get that. Shout out uh, Champagne, you feel me? 666. All right, so we're going to stay right there for one second, man. So, Black, what do you think about Ronda's... Kind of disrespecting the business of wrestling. Whether you're a fan of wrestling or not, this is a profession that people take seriously. There are some passionate individuals that have been doing this for years. Hulk Hogan, the Macho Man, the Rocks, the Stone Colds, like Mankind, Mick F- I mean, countless people have heard her come out and kind of kind of disrespect the business. You know, what you think about Ronda doing that? Well, man, first of all, I think that's kind of reckless, man, to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, Ronda, everyone knows who you are. You're a mega star. Right. You come from the UFC. Um, when you came to the WWE, you everything was had handed to you on the silver platter. Yeah, from day one. From day one. Yep. So uh, for you to talk sideways out of your mouth crazy. about the other the other wrestlers and uh, what they're doing in the in the WWE, you're wrong mm-hmm. for that. You know, yep. I'm hoping it's just some type of something to get you get you back going and get you back on the stage. Yeah, some but, type of rollout, hopefully. Yeah, like uh I am against you disrespecting the everybody from the greats to yeah. people who's wrestling now and shoot, I agree with Nia Jax. I risk my job with a, to 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 let you get these hands. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I'm totally against what she did. She was out of pocket with that one. Right. Hopefully Ronda, you know, is sitting thinking about those remarks she made about the WWE. Yeah, me too, man. It's kind of like I'm kind of torn. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is a rollout for her returning. Or, you know, if she really did take the route of being disrespectful to the business, man, you know, she need to chill on that. Because she was, she was afforded opportunities that people will never get. They'll never get the opportunities that Ronda Rousey got yeah. in a short time. Even though she was a superstar figure and she did deserve the limelight. I mean, she she earned that spot. Exactly. But to be given what she was given, yo, you got to kind of kind of chill, Ronda. Kind of yeah. chill, baby. All right, man. So that's all, you know, with that. We'll monitor that situation and then we'll see 
uh, what goes on there. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. All right, so let's transition, man, into the National Football League. So let's get into it, baby. Let's talk, man. It is time for the second annual edition of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, man. <laughs> Black, are you ready, sir? I'm are ready. You ready for the draft? I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready. Yes, sir. I'm I, ready. I, I, I know I've you, been waiting for this for weeks, man. I know you have. This is yeah, one of your yeah. favorite times. I know. <laughs> I know. And I, and, and I know I can talk for you in, in this moment, Black. You know, we are all anxiously waiting the NFL draft, mm-hmm. April 23rd through the 26th, I believe. And, um, it can't get here fast enough. It I can't. mean, thank God we got the last dance and all that to get us going, man. But, uh, the NFL draft. I feel comfortable saying this year, unlike any other years, I think everybody's going to be a little bit more locked in all seven rounds. Oh, my yeah. Boy. I think I think this is going to be the year when the numbers are through the roof for the draft. For the year. draft, yeah, because we, we, we craving for something, man. Look like, we're, look like we're going to get it, man. All right, man, so we're going to kick it off, man. So welcome once again to the second annual Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft. So here's how it's going to go. Me and Black are going to give our top 10 picks, and then we're going to go through the rest of the field and kind of fill in some spots of just some teams we're interested in to see who they are picking, man. So we're going to call out the team. Then Black's going to give his pick. I'm going to give my pick, and we'll spend, you know, a little time explaining why we feel like this team is going to pick uh, this team. So, Black, are you ready? Yeah, ready to rock and roll, man. With the number one pick. In the 2020 Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk March Draft, Black, who do the Cincinnati Bengals select? At number one, they select Joe Burrow, quarterback out of LSU. Absolutely, absolutely, Black, absolutely. So let's see who I'm going to give this pick to. I also select Joe Burrow, quarterback, LSU, to the Cincinnati Bengals. So, Black, what about Burrow, man? Um, why do you think he's going to get number one? I mean, even though we think it was obvious. Yeah, uh, it's pretty obvious. It's yeah. not much you have to say about that. Uh, yeah. The most touchdowns in NCAA history from a quarterback. Uh, national champion. Um, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh-huh. Just the list goes on and on. Incredible. Uh, a guy who... Who came from uh, Who came from Ohio State and transferred to LSU in a matter of two years? Man, took these guys to a na- uh, national championship. Uh, one of the uh, some consider one of the best ever in college in college football. Facts, facts, uh, facts. He will he will no doubt be the number one pick in the draft. Now we really didn't get to see him much. He right. we didn't get to see him at all in the combine to see how he was going to throw or uh, do anything like that, but it's okay. We already right. know what the kid has. So yep. it, it doesn't matter. He's he's your number one pick. Yeah, same here, man. Burrow had a lights out season, man. I mean, he did everything 
He did everything. He did everything well, man. I mean, as a passer, he's mobile. Uh, he showed a lot of guts, a lot of heart. Um, he was the leader of a team, man, who probably had the best college football season of all time. That's a debate. I mean, he probably had the best single season performance uh, all time. But um, he's from Ohio. You know, he's from that area. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's a home run pick for the Bengals to select this kid. And we'll see what happens there, man. So, me and Black both have the Bengals uh, taking uh, Joe Burrow with the number one pick in this year's draft. All right, Black. With the number two pick in the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Washington Redskins select who, Black? The Washington Redskins select Chase Young out of Ohio State. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I also select Chase Young out of Ohio State for the Washington Redskins. Um, I'm going to take this one right here with uh, Chase Young. Black. I'm going to kick it off. But Young was just dominant. Oh, yeah. Um, he is an impressive-looking athlete when he was out there for the Buckeyes, man. You got to double him. You got to triple him, man. If you deadlift him one-on-one, man, you, you sack. Or you running for your life, throwing it out of bounds, or, or forcing an interception down the field. Just a talented young man. He has a big motor. And I really think he has a chance to be better than both Bo- Bosa brothers. Like, both <laughs> of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because of the athleticism, the speed off the edge. He was just very impressive at Ohio State, man. Probably the best player in this draft. Ain't no problem. I'm going to say he is the yeah. best player in this draft. What you got on Young Black? Yeah, man, I agree with you, man. Uh, in my eyes, in my eyes, hands down, the best player in this draft. Okay. Uh, he was one of the players, one of the defensive ends that led the nation in quarterback pressures this year okay. in the league. And he and he missed two games. Don't forget that okay. as well from he suspension. Did. Okay. But uh, man, this the kid, this kid has everything you need in the pass rusher. Facts. He he has power. He has. He has skill, he has technique, yep. and he has speed. All mm-hmm. all at that position. And like uh like DJ said, he's gonna be better than both Bosa brothers. And don't get me wrong, both Bosa brothers are top notch. But this kid here, he's the real deal. If 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 Cincinnati didn't need a quarterback, this would be your number one pick right here. Absolutely. But this but this guy has has it all. And once again, he was another one that we didn't get to see get to see do anything in the in the combine. But we know the reasons why yeah, yeah. he didn't uh, do anything in the combine. But Facts. his his spot is solidified, and you've seen it on the college football field this past season. Absolutely, great breakdown, Black. With the number three pick. In the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Detroit Lions select who, Black? The Detroit Lions select, and I hate to say, <laughs> they select Jeff Okuda yep. from out of Ohio State. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Um, I kind of played around with this pick. I kind of really? played around with it. I kind of played around with it. I almost, put t- I almost took a quarterback here. Really? Because I don't know about Matt Stafford, man, going forward. I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know. But I'm going to stay true because they just let go of Darius Slay. So, with the number three pick, I also have the Detroit Lions taking stud defensive back Jeff Okudamatata <laughs> out of the <laughs> Ohio State University. Black, talk to me about Okuda, man. Man, hey, D, as you know, this kid right here is my 
favorite player in the draft. Yes, sir. Man, this 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 kid gives you everything, man. He gives you that island on one side, locked down one side all, uh, of the field. Uh-huh. You don't have to worry about nothing on that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, in college, uh, in his last season in college football, his career mm-hmm. in college football, no no pass interference, mm-hmm. no holding calls, no nothing, man. Mm-hmm. It's just this kid is the best corner. They're comparing him to the likes of Jalen Ramsey, yeah. uh, Patrick Peterson, uh Richard Sherman, like yeah, the great, he some of the greats that have done is in Darrell Revis as well. But this kid is definitely the best corner in this draft, bar none. And I like everything about him, man. I wish it was some type of way, you know, my team could move up and take this kid. But we'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> definitely, man, this spot is spot is well deserving. Jeff Okuda to Detroit Lions. Yeah, man. Um, I kind of echo black sentiments on Okuda, man. He's the second best defensive player in this draft behind Chase Young, and they just so happen to come from the same place, Ohio <laughs> State, man. But I like yeah. the kid, man. He got a lot of heart. He got a lot of dog. I think he's a natural-born leader, man. He didn't give up nothing this year. He nothing. didn't give up nothing in college football this year, man, and and he deserves this spot. And with Darius Slay moving on, going to Philadelphia, I think the Detroit Lions saved their secondary uh, bringing this kid in, man. So we'll see what Jeff Okuda uh, brings to the Lions this year. All right. With the number four pick in the 2020 Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, Black, who do the New York football giants select, Black? And I have the Giants selecting Makai Becton, offensive lineman from Louisville. Okay, 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 okay. The New York Giants select Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle, Iowa. Okay. The Giants need an offensive line. (laughs) They need help. Uh, This guy's one of the highest rated on uh, the linemen, uh, on the board for linemen this year. They need linemen. They need help. I mean, Saquon got to get help. Daniel Jones got to get help. I mean, they need to build that offensive line if they're going to be successful. I kind of further with Isaiah Simmons uh, bringing him in at that spot there. Could they use him? Sure. I'm, I'm sure they could. But uh, this kid works out of hour, man. He could really help the offensive line. Yeah, man, I agree with what you said. I floated around with uh, Isaiah Simmons at this pick. But mm-hmm. if you go and look at the need, the need is uh, big in big, bold letters, offensive line. Correct. So uh, that's, that's the way that you go with this pick. Uh, this guy Beckton ran one of the fastest times for the offensive lineman he did, he did. a four six six athlete. So he 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 has a speed. I, I think he had a cone drill, if I'm not mistaken, of a seven point something in, in his cone drill. Uh, I'm not absolutely right on that, but uh, this kid did everything right in the combine, man. From from the, from the weights to on the field to everything from uh, his forty. Yep. So this kid would be a asset for that offensive line for the New York Giants. To get uh, their their future quarterback some help. Athlete, man. Real athlete. Okay. With the fifth pick in the 2020 Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Miami Dolphins select who, Black? And I have the Finns selecting Justin Herbert. Wow. Quarterback out of Oregon. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> And with the fifth pick, I have the Miami Dolphins selecting 
Tua Tagliaba oh. out of the University <laughs> of Alabama. So, Black, talk to me a little bit about Herbert possibly being a Dolphin. Yeah, man. Uh, I just think this kid behind uh, Joe Burrow is uh, the second best quarterback in uh, this draft. Okay. Um, he had he has everything. We've seen it over the four year career mm-hmm. at Oregon. We could have potentially be talking about last year your number one quarterback taken. Uh, in the NFL draft, but this guy has the arm strength. He has the poise. He's a leader. Uh, you can't you can't get no better than Justin Herbert, man. And if you've seen him at Oregon, you know what I'm talking about. People kind of uh, downplay the Pac-12, but this this still is a passing league, and the ball gets down the field. Yep. He's one of the best to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, for Tua, man, I, a part of me wants to say he is the best quarterback in this draft. But that would be foolish of me to, because I'd be disrespecting what Joe Burrow did in his one season. But the the amount of time that we've seen Tua play football at Alabama when he was healthy, man, he was the best quarterback in the country. Mm-hmm. He was the best quarterback in the country for a good period of time, and we know we're questioning his health. Can he stay upright? Can he take the NFL hits? I'm a believer of he took a lot of freakish hits, man, some hits that, you know, they just happen. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say every time you touch the kid, he's going to go down. But the broken hip. You know, the, the the ankle getting stepped on by by his own offensive lineman and caused him to have surgery. Those things are kind of freaky, man. Like, yeah. they're not happening like that. But I think he's going to be great in the league, and I think Miami will be a great spot for him. And I love Tua, man. I think he's going to shine in the NFL. So we'll see where he lands up. All right, let's get going again. With the sixth pick. And the 2020 Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Dish Draft. The Los Angeles Chargers select who, Black? And I have the Chargers selecting Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson University. Okay, okay. And with the sixth pick, I have the Chargers selecting Justin Herbert, Ooh, quarterback okay. Okay. out of Oregon. Wow, so Black, you got three quarterbacks in the top six. Yes, I do. Yes, wow. I do. Wow. So, Black, okay. talk, talk to me about Sims possibly uh, being a Charger, man. Man, uh, this is a this is a given for me because uh, I feel like the Chargers are going to has other ideas at quarterback position. I think they got some things in mind. Okay. Uh, I think I think they could have a, a guy named Cam Newton on the brain, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that works. So that's why I didn't go quarterback here, okay. and I went with the, the very next need that what one of their needs, and that's linebacker. Right, right, right. Uh, they do, they don't have a solid linebacker there, and they need a solid linebacker. But this guy, he's just not a linebacker. He's Mister Do It All yes, on the defensive side of the football, yes, and sir. you can you can play him anywhere on the defensive side of the ball. So this is the type of player that the Chargers need, and he will definitely help the Chargers in the upcoming season absolutely absolutely uh justin herbert man i was a huge fan of his i know there's some some debate around the country and people are people who i know like my buddy charles evans and cedric Farr. they don't believe in the pac-12 they don't believe that anything of good quality can come out of the pac-12 but i beg to differ i mean you look at sam Darnold when he came out he had a lot of eyes looking at him and he looks like he could be something in the nfl if he could stay healthy Justin herbert man four years in college um, a terrific season his senior year, getting the Ducks to win the Rose Bowl this year. But I like the kid, man. He's been tested. He has poise. He stands up tall in the pocket. And I know they lost to Auburn the first game of the year. I know they did. 
But I tell you what, man, he showed me something against yes, he did. an elite SEC defense yes, he did. when he was out there. He don't play both sides of the ball. Let's keep that in mind. But when Oregon had to get down there and get a touchdown, they got it. Yeah. Just unfortunately that Bo Nix and the, and the Tigers got back down there and got one up on him, man. Yeah, they did. But I love Herbert when I seen him do what he did against Auburn, man. So that's why I got him uh, sitting there going to other Los Angeles Chargers. With the seventh pick. In the 2020 Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Carolina Panthers select who, Black? I have the Pan- Panthers selecting the big horse in the middle, Derrick Brown, defensive yep. tackle okay. from Auburn. Yep, 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 yep. And with the seventh pick, I also have the Panthers taking the big Big horse in the middle, <laughs> defensive tackle out of Auburn, Derrick Brown. And Black, you know, Derrick Brown, man, just a game changer. Oh, yeah. Um, He always flashed on my TV screen. He always came through my living room every time I saw Auburn play. This kid is relentless. He is uh, athletic. He can do it all, man. Very shifty out there on that defensive line. Powerful. And I think he's going to have an immediate impact. And with Carolina having a new regime out there, they're going to need some defensive studs out there. Absolutely. Making, uh, uh, making themselves look good, man, out yeah. there. So, what you got for uh, Brown, man? Yeah, man. Um, com- coming into the college football season, this was one of my players to look out for. Uh, we seen his junior year, man. He was just a man amongst boys his junior yep, year. Yep. I mean, his sophomore year. Yep. And uh, coming into this year, is do you know the only defensive tackle to get to Joe Burrow this year over uh, uh, through a whole game? Uh-huh. That was Derrick Brown. Derrick Brown. That was Derrick Brown. You know, uh, he 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 opens up. He opens up everything for for that middle. He uh he he provides that pressure that that you need to on your quarterback in that run game. He's a he's a run stuffer. He can get pressure on the quarterback. He's a he's a do it all on that def- in in that middle. He's the big horse, and he's and this is a great pick for the Carolina Panthers. I agree. I agree. I agree as well. <clears throat> With the eighth pick in the twenty twenty Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft. The Arizona Cardinals select who, Black? I have the Cardinals taking Andrew Thomas. Okay. Offensive lineman from the University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the eighth pick, I... um No, 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 no. I'm changing my mind just right now. I just changed it. So with the eighth pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting Isaiah Sims. Mm. Sims out of Clemson at eight okay. going to Arizona. Okay. Black, talk to me about your pick. Uh, yes, man. This 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 kid. Uh, he's he's fairly young. He's a fairly young kid. He started college early. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big good size. Good size. He's six six. He like around the six five six six range. Just uh, a protector in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think he led the nation in protection for quarterbacks this year mm-hmm. in NCAA. But uh, he would be an asset for Kyler Murray in that high power. Offense and then that run to open up that run game for uh for Kenyon Drake as mm-hmm. well. So uh I like him at Arizona with the Cardinals. Yeah, I think for the Cardinals, man, on the defensive side of the ball, they're potentially loaded up offensively with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and they're gonna need some defensive help out there. And I think Sims, man, look, in my opinion, Sims could be in the next five years like the best player in this draft. I'm talking about be. over Burrow, over Okuda, like. 
his freakish athletic ability, if it can match up with his IQ mm-hmm. out there on the football field, the Cardinals will legit have a robbery steal at getting this kid at eight. You know how they do those uh, redraft things like twenty let's redraft yeah. 2016 or something like yeah. that? Bro, he could potentially in five years should have been taking number one or two <laughs> in this draft because his ability, man. So yeah, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. I got Sims uh, at eight uh, going to the Cardinals. All right, man. Let's get into more. With the number nine pick in the 2020 Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select who, Black? Yes, and I have the hometown Jaguars selecting Javion Kinlaw, defensive tackle out of South Carolina. Going defense. Very good player. Very good player. Oh, wow. Okay. And with the ninth pick, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. Bama coming down here to the Bangum. So, Black, talk to me, man, about your pick for the hometown team. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, next to Derrick Brown, man, this kid is uh, a force in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, pressuring the quarterback, uh, runs a uh, uh, big time run stuffer. Uh, just, just has this kid just has freakish power all across the board. Right, right. He's everything that you need in the middle, and that's a big need for the Jaguars with the departures of. Of of Calais Campbell and then uh, the departure of uh, I forget my kid name. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. uh, other defensive tackles on the line that departed from the Jaguars. But this is a need. This was one of the biggest needs, and I think he would be a great fit for the Jaguars. Yeah, I think I think why not Jacksonville? Why not build up an elite, explosive offense? Why not continue to wrap tools around Minshew or if it's going to be Jameis Winston or it could be Cam Newton. I heard some chatter about that uh, this week. So why not get another weapon in line with Shark for net in the backfield? You know, why not do that? You know, uh, D.D. Westbrook, like why not cultivate a, 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 a guns blazing offense, man? Uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And speaking of the Jaguars, man, I think it's only be right, man, if we make a phone call, man. Yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. Can, let's see if we can get this guy uh, to answer the phone, man. And, <laughs> and, and I got a feeling you guys might know who I am talking about, man. So we are going to try to get the great Freddie Bricks on the line here, man. Let's see if we can get Fred here real quick talk about the Jags. Come on, phone. I paid my phone bill, so I don't know why it is not ringing. So let's see. Oh, here we go. It is ringing. There it is. I paid my phone bill. Hello? Fred. Yo. Fred, what's up, my boy? It was good, it was good, it was good, man. Hey, Fred, you are now live with your boys from the Action Sports News. This Fred. How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, man. Chillin', chillin'. Bet, bet. Hey, Fred, man, you know, we, we wish you was here, man, but we had to call you, man. We know we're doing the second annual Reduce <laughs> Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft for the NFL. Okay. And we are at pick number nine, all right? And you know who mm. is at nine, Fred, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. So, Fred, man, if you could talk to us, man, who do you think the Jags select at nine? Try to give you some insight here. 
I'd say mm. the Jazz are going to take Jerry Judy at nine, wide receiver Alabama. And Black, who did you say they were going to take? Uh, Javion Kinlaw, defensive Kinlaw. defensive tackle out of South Carolina. All right, Fred. So, just, Fred, just give us your expertise, man. I don't know you're emotionally invested with this squad. Who you got the Jags taking that nine? And tell us why, man. Well, my original pick was uh, Zaya Simmons out of okay. uh, Clemson. Uh-huh. I want to say the linebacker, but they signed uh, the middle linebacker from, uh, what's that, the Browns? Yeah. yeah. He had like 100-plus tackles. I think it was the head of the league. It's some crazy shit. He like did. That. He did. So, I, 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 don't, I don't know if they're going to go that way. Ken Law sounds. It, it, it's not, I don't really don't want Ken Law to be honest with you. Like it seems like we're drafting a D lineman every year, <laughs> um, whether right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just you know I don't know how good he'll be, but you know we do draft him hopefully. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm guessing that the cornerback out of uh, Ohio State is already gone. <laughs> yeah, see, so he was picked third. He was picked third. <laughs> <laughs> Bray, you with us? Uh-oh. We might have lost Fred. Fred, you still with us? So maybe Fred will give us a call back in. Like, we lost like we lost Fred, man. We're going to see if we get him back here. he probably give us a call back, man. But uh, we'll just sit with the Jags uh, for a second just to see if uh, Freddie Bricks give us a call back. Um, Fred gave – he did say an interesting point. Now, it does seem like the Jags been drafting a lot of defensive linemen, man. Yes, they have. Uh, year in it, and year out. It's, it's always been a need because right, right. uh, we don't have – the Jaguars don't have anything that sticks at that position. Uh-huh. You know, nothing that has worked out uh, in that position. The one that we did have, uh, he got traded to Baltimore this offseason. Yes, so, he did. Um, yeah, man, I I agree with Fred. This is a position that I I think the Jaguars need to get away from. But yeah. uh, year in and year out, we see the Jags do the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why my pick, that's why I made the pick of Ken Law. At defensive tackle because that's the way the Jags always go. They never really change too much of things up in the draft. <laughs> no, they don't, man. And, and hopefully, you know, with them having two picks um, in the first round, in the first round of draft. Okay, we have the great Freddie Biggs dialing back in. Freddie, Freddie Bricks. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I guess we had lost you there for a second. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna still go out. I don't know if you got who I said I'm gonna go out I'm still going to go Simmons out of uh, Clemson. You, you're going to take Simmons fast. out of Clemson? Yeah, yeah. He's too fast. He's too much of a freak. You got him, right. uh, Allen, um, uh, Miles Jack, mm-hmm. and the other guy. I mean, you just you loaded at that position. Right. Um, bring a new scheme, man. It's, it's time for something new. I, I really don't want to take a D-line. But if Ken Law is what everybody says he is, it, I wouldn't be mad at that. So I'm not okay. mad at even one of y'all picks. So let me let me ask you this, Fred. I was I was just telling Black here, waiting for you to give us a call back. What what do you think mm-hmm. about loading up the offense, man, and creating an explosive offense, man, with the Jaguars? Something that we really have ever seen an explosive offense here in Jacksonville. I agree with that, but uh-huh. they just they need a quarterback. Not now, if the sky opens up and Minshew is because that could happen. That's something that a lot of us uh, just always blow by, but it could happen it that could. Minshew could be good. He had the same exact numbers as Kyler Murray did. So, I mean, if we really, really just looking at it, I bet the numbers, matter of fact, less mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Play less games. So, it's, I, I get it. Like, if it, so I don't, I don't, I, I, it's, I'm iffy on that. Cause I see a Cam Newton sitting out there and it's like, Jameis Winston? You know, yeah, uh, yeah, Jameis Winston sitting out there and I'm just like, 
if we don't want to, if we don't feel like they're going to lose enough games next year to go get uh, Trevor Lawrence, then they need to get a quarterback. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, Mitch, you had enough time. Like, he's a good quarterback, but if you're not confident, because I'm not confident with him being the future yet. Now, if he is, thank God. But right now, I'm speaking on it right now, in a sense, like, I'm not comfortable with him, you know, leading this team and beyond. But he's going to win you five, six, seven games. Right, so you right. can't tank a season with Minshew, so you need right. to make a decision. Like Cam is sitting right there. You right. go get him, then your Jerry Judy pick is looks excellent. You team him up with Chark, yep. you got a veteran running back, and I just go get offensive line for you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what what are you waiting on after that? You know? Yeah. Um fix the defense up a little bit more, I guess, and go for it. But I'm feeling, and that's where I'm at with it. That's what I'm at with. It. I think we I think the the, the 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 fan base here in Jacksonville is due for something different. Because it, like Black said, Black been saying, you know, we've been drafting the same way, you know what I'm saying, for, yep. for quite a while here in Jacksonville. <laughs> but, a decade, feel like. Yeah, but Fred, you made some valid points, man. Like, if we're going to go for it, if the Jaguars going to get out here and try to really make some noise and have a and have a healthy season, go ahead and take Judy and bring in Cam Newton or Jameis Winston. Like, go ahead and yeah. do that. Uh, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. So, Fred, uh, before we get you out of here, man, you know, we do have the NFL draft. Uh, coming up mm-hmm. April 23rd through the 25th. Um, let's go ahead and shoot down to pick number 20 with the Jaguars, man, since we have you here. What do you think the mm-hmm. Jags do with that 20th pick as they get later down the drive? What do you think the Jags do at 20, Fred? You know what they should do? They should trade the Selena Fournette and get the guy to Wisconsin. There's so many running backs in this draft. You make it get him in the second round. Uh, right. Like Jonathan Taylor with his favorite. Right. Um, I think this would be a good chance to dump that body because you want okay. to do something with Leonard Fournette. You're not going to pay him. I mean, no. the Jags are not going to give Leonard Fournette no. a contract. This I don't think so This is going either. to be the last year you're going to be able to trade him for anything. Right. And it might be a team willing to give you a second-round pick. Um, okay. And this year has too many running backs to where it's like you can offload that, get you a second-round pick. You can get maybe Taylor with that second-round pick. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not a right, if not doing a bold move that way, then um, then they probably will have to go with a quarterback. Maybe the boy from Oregon mm-hmm. will still be sitting there. Too. And I don't think all the quarterbacks will go that high, okay. like everybody's saying. Like I think right. people gonna slip. You know, like I don't believe it. I don't. I think he's bait. The guy, what's his like guy's name out of Oregon? Um, Herbert. Herbert, yeah, I yeah. like Herbert. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's being baked right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of players in this draft. Like, right. if you don't need, he's not Patrick Mahomes, so what you going to take the three <laughs> or four for? Like, he's got to learn at some point. Like, at some point, these teams got to learn. The okay. Bears, you know what I'm saying? Like, when are these teams going to learn about these fucking quarterbacks in these <laughs> early draft picks? So, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Herbert dead 20, but uh-huh. we'll see, man. I'm just praying for him. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Fred, man. Hey, so we just wanted to call you, man, and, and, and get your feelings and your thoughts, man, on what the Jags will be doing uh, <laughs> this year in the in the 2020 draft that kicks off the 23rd through the 25th uh, this year. Man. Uh, All right, man. Appreciate so, it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, facts, facts, man. Yeah, we love you, man. And uh, uh, we can't wait to have you back in the studio, man, talking that talk yes, with us. Yes, sir. Friend. All right, man. Love y'all too, man. I'm All right, man. All right, take care. Yo. All right, man. So that was the great Freddie Big Freddie Bricks man chiming in um, on the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. All right, so we're gonna wrap up our top ten. We're gonna wrap up our top ten here at the Sports Desk. Hold on one second. Let's get the sound right. 
with the number 10 pick in the second annual Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft. The Cleveland Browns select who, Black? And I have the Browns selecting Dedrick, I mean, Jedrick Willis. How about to say Offensive, <laughs> offensive, <laughs> <laughs> offensive lineman, Alabama. Okay, okay. I'm about to say, Black, we in, yeah, baby. Yeah, we, we in. in the lead, my boy. I got us, Black. I got us, man. <laughs> and with the number 10 pick. The Cleveland, I have the Cleveland Browns selecting Micah Beckton, offensive tackle, okay, Louisville. Okay. They need O-line help. You've yes, seen they it do. last year. You know, Baker, I don't know if it's more Baker. I don't know if it's more offensive line. But I think an athletic offensive lineman like Beckton coming in on Louisville can, can help the passing game, can help the run game as well. I think he'll fit right in uh, to what Cleveland is trying uh, to do at 10. All right, so I got Beckton out of Louisville. Uh, being picked 10 by the Browns. Black, talk to me about who you got at 10. Yeah, man. Um, This guy from Alabama, he's Alabama's known for putting out top-notch offensive linemen into the league, man. And uh, this guy, he fits well. He'll, he'll be a force in the middle for that protection that that uh, oh, that uh, Baker Mayfield's need, that, that he needs. Uh, he will upgrade the position for them. Uh, this just a... Uh, this is a knockout, uh, a home run hit for the Cleveland Browns at, at to get him at 10 because this kid could potentially uh, go before 10, but uh, I have him fall into the Browns at number 10. Yeah, solid, man. Solid, man. Solid, solid, solid pick for both, man. So, um... so that wraps up the top 10. We're not done with the draft, but that wraps up the top 10 uh, for me and Black. That's who we believe. Uh, are going to be your top 10 picks in this year's uh, 2020 draft. Um, but we're not done. Like I said, we're going to go into some other picks. So, Black, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to play the sound, and um, you're going to announce your pick, the team, and where they're picking at, and then kind of break it down uh, why this team is going to take this pick, then I'll do the same. Okay. All right, here we go, Black. What's your team? Uh, <laughs> the team I have here, uh, the Los, I mean the Las Vegas Raiders at number twelve. At number twelve. All right, who you got taking them in? I have them taking Tua Tagovailoa oh. at number twelve. Interesting, Black. I have him falling. Reasons being for this pick, I have him falling out of the top ten. Okay. Reasons being for injuries. Okay. Uh, lot, we, we know he has the harm. We know he has everything that the quarterback needs. But mm-hmm. those injuries and uh his pro they say his pro day didn't go didn't go very well. Okay. So he's dropping. So I have him falling to number 12 would be the perfect place for him to get with a John Gruden, a quarterback group, one of the one of the offensive-minded quarterback guys as a head coach. Right. So I have him fall into the Las Vegas Raiders. That would be interesting, man, especially with Derek Carr still sitting there. We've all heard the reports that Gruen is just not a fan of um, Derek Carr, man. He's just not a fan of him, but his contract is uh, <laughs> uh, keeping him uh, with the Raiders. It's too big to get from yeah. underneath right yeah. now. But if you bring in a tool, he sit behind Carr for a year, and he's ready to play. Could be interesting in Las or Vegas. Or a Mariota. Oh, that's right. Mariota yeah. is there. Mariota is there. Absolutely. So someone's not going to be there. Absolutely. 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 All right. So. With 
the 17th pick in the NFL draft, I have my Dallas Cowboys selecting CeeDee Lamb wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Yes, sir. And reasons being, I'm looking at my team, man. I'm looking at Mike McCarthy. He's an offensive guru. We've seen what he was able to do uh, in Green Bay, you know. And Dak Prescott, you give him, you already got Coop. You got, uh, 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 you got, man, Gillick, uh, I know I can't think. Of man, name. I can't believe I'm forgetting my dog name. Man, he had a breakout year yes, last year. Yes, he did. Yes, he Gilly, did. I have to look it up, man. But it ain't uh, Gilliard, is it? No, 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 it ain't no, 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 no. I can't think it. No, 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 no. And you add a CD Lamb to that with Ezekiel Elliott. You know, we do have to address the offensive line. You know, we had our starting Pro Bowl center. You know, call him a career man. Uh, Michael Gallup. Michael, Michael Gallup. Gallup. Okay, Michael Gallup, okay. You know, I, the trio of wide receivers, man, can pay dividends. It could. If you have a good core of wide receivers, man, that means you can push the ball down the field. You can stretch the ball out, man. And and, and I'm a fan of that, man. And and, and C.D. Lamb, Gallup, Coop, I like it, man. This is what I want to ask you about your pick, Dedrick. Yes. I like C.D. Lamb. Okay. But I could really see – Henry Ruggs fitting in at this position. I got you. I got you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question with a question. Let me answer your question with a question. C.D. Lamb or Henry Ruggs? Who you got? Who you got? Who do you think the better receiver, Ruggs or Lamb? I'm going. I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs because of the speed. He's a good route runner, and he can stretch the field down the field. Don't get me wrong; CD Lamb can do some of the same things. Some of the same things, but his forty time was a little unexpected. We right, get right, the 40 right, time right, we thought right. we were going to get, but this kid Henry Henry Russ can take the top off, and like you say, Gallup and and uh Coop. and Coop, you have somebody taking the top off now. Right, right. You know, so you you either gonna stick Gallup, right, or you gonna stick Henry. What what are you gonna do? Is pick your poison. <laughs> so that's why I thought this would have been a Henry Ruggs pick for you instead of C D Lamb. I'll take Ruggs too. <laughs> I'll take Ruggs too. But I watched a lot of Oklahoma football last year. I watched a lot of them, especially when um um my man out of Alabama went there, uh the quarterback, um Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan, so I watched a lot of Oklahoma this year, and CeeDee Lamb was always bursting, bursting through my TV screen. And I'm looking for Ezekiel Elliott to have a lot of help, man, this year. I'm looking for a lot of one-on-one type situations with Ezekiel Elliott. And if you could bring in another weapon, and we got Blake Jarwin too. He had a standout year last year at tight end, and the Cowboys paid him five years, 40-something million dollars. Yeah, they like, did. And we can make a formidable offense. And I know I got holes on defense, but this is a deep draft defensively. We can it get is. players to come and plug and plug. And with the addition of Jerry McCoy at defensive tackle for the Cowboys, I like that. I like Jeremy McCoy coming in in Dallas. I know we got to get a safety. I know we got to address the secondary. But I don't see a defensive back at 16 that I can take for the Dallas Cowboys. If I got Ruggs, if I got Lamb there, it's got to be intriguing for the Cowboys to be like, hey, man, let's load up this yeah. offense. So that's why I said that. All right, Black, uh, let's get you uh, another pick, man, and let's let's talk about it. Who you got, Black? Give me your team, and I'll, I'll properly do it right. Okay. Who's your team, Black? I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, where are they picking at? They pick at fourteen. I'm sorry, I'm looking dead at it. <laughs> let, let's do that. Let's do. Let's do my boy right, man. <laughs> 
So with the 14th pick in the 2020 Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are taking who black? I have the Buccaneers taking quarterback Jordan Love. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now that is yes. interesting, Black. Now you don't have to talk to us about yes. that. Reason my reasons for this pick is because you only have Tom Brady for two years here. Okay. And right, um, right. true, true. You really believe in Blaine Galbert as the bike up? They do not. Huh? They do not believe in Blaine. So what perfect pick? This is a perfect pick. This is okay. my steal of the draft. Okay. Here okay. in Jordan Love. One of the kids that they people been talking about. You've been hearing people talk about him D a lot. A lot. So why not go sit behind Tom Brady for two years? Hmm. This could potentially be another Patrick Mahomes type deal here. Okay. You know, with the quarterback master I mean with the quarterback guru and the head coach. Uh, that Tampa Bay has, but this kid, while he was while he was at uh, Utah State, he threw for ninety three hundred yards, sixty five touchdowns. He had a passer rating of uh, one thirty seven point four. So the kid, the kid has it. The kid has it all. I think this would be a perfect landing spot for him to learn behind the goat, Tom Brady, and uh, become another, take another route like Patrick Mahomes. Like I said before, uh, I have him going to Tampa at number fourteen. Okay, okay, Black. Interesting. Interesting. I like I like it though. I like how you broke it down. It makes sense when you break it down, man. But off the river, I was like, what? But you are right. Brady's <laughs> only gonna be there two years, man. No more than three. With the twentieth pick in the second annual Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Jordan Love. Really? Out of Utah State. Jordan <laughs> Love at 20. And this is all based on one thing. Do the Jaguars bring in Winston or Cam? If they bring them in, then that pick is changing. I will change that pick. But if they don't, how much money are you going to bet on Minshew? Look, I'm a fan of Minshew. His energy, his, his persona... He's, he gave life to Jacksonville in those games that he played. And he shows a lot on the field. But Black, I'm just not 100% sold on the guy. A lot of people are comparing Minshew to the Drew Brees story. Like, height-wise, and he, he, he can turn out to be a very healthy you know, quarterback like Brees, man. But I'm just not 100%. And if you're going to take a chance on an offensive weapon to develop him, Mel Kuyper said this kid is the best passer. The best passer in this draft. And I looked at the tape, and I'm seeing so much more of him now. I think the Jaguars can take a chance, man, and and and, and, and turn us into a little project, man, yeah. and, and see if they could develop Jordan Love for one year and then introduce him uh, next season, man. But, that, of course, that'll ruin Sunshine uh, coming here. But then again, no, it won't. Because if they suck at Sunshine as they at number one, I guess you have Minshew Love and Sunshine. <laughs> At quarterback. But that's that's what I got the Jazz. And there's a bunch of people that the Jazz can take at 20. But Jordan Love is like the hit or miss, man. You mm-hmm. don't know what you're going to get. You don't. And um, it's in, he's intriguing. He's intriguing. All right, Black, let's do one more pick, man. Let's do one more pick, man, and we'll wrap up our draft here at Black. So let's do this. Who you got, Black? I have the Denver Broncos. Okay. The Denver Broncos, where are they picking at? I think they're at 15. With the 15th pick 
in the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft. The Denver Broncos select who, Black? I have the Denver Broncos selecting C.D. Lamb, receiver out of Oklahoma. Okay, okay. Tell me about it, Black. Uh, I feel like this is a perfect fit, man. Okay. They have this kid from uh, Missouri, this young Gunner got a lot of swag back Mr. there. Mock. Mr. Mock. Yeah. Uh, and we seen what he did with his little time as a starter with no name receivers. We did. And up and maybe some up and coming receivers with, with one of these guys that they drafted last year. But what a fit CD Lamb could be in this offense with uh with Mock. I got you. I could see him being Mr. Do It All and uh, as a receiver for Denver, he's going to get the ball all the time. Mock is going to throw the ball down the field all the time. One of the CD Lamb, one of the best route runners in this draft for sure. He so is. he definitely uh, is. he's taking comparison of he's taking comparison of a Jerry Rice type route okay. runner, hmm, Odell be Beckham type route runner. So these guys could this this guy could be the real deal. And I feel like at 15 with the Broncos. To show everything that he has, this would be a perfect fit for C.D. Lamb. 10-4, Black. I, I agree. If, if C.D. Lamb ends up in, in Denver with uh, Mr. Mock uh, being so hacked <laughs> like he is. I know, mean, all the swag yeah. in the world Mr. Mock got, yeah. man. It, it could be something to watch out there in Denver. All right, so my uh, the last pick that me and Black are going to do today. With the 14th pick. In the 2022nd annual Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selecting Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Jonathan Taylor running back out of Wisconsin. If you look at this Tampa team, loaded at receiver, two good tight ends, Hall of Fame GOAT quarterback, top five defense in the league, what are they missing? A bell cow. A bell cow. They need a dude who they can hand that rock to. They need a dude who can catch the ball at the backfield. And most importantly, they need a guy who can pass protect. And Jonathan Taylor checked the box on every one of those. The list that he checked the box on all of them. I know the kid out of Georgia Swift is sitting there. He's dynamic. <laughs> yes, but, I'm not, he is. But, I'm, but I'm not really sure if he's going to be able to pass block. I don't know if he can pass block. Okay. I know he can catch out the backfield. I know he can run between the tackles. I'm taking Taylor because he's a bigger back. Got he's you. a bigger okay. back, and we got more evidence of him just running wild yes. at Wisconsin. And he was he he he's one of these guys, when you look at it, he could be a Le'Veon Bell type. He could be in his – I ain't going to say he's going to be Zeke because Zeke is more, of, more than an athlete than Le'Veon. But Jonathan Taylor, man, like he could be a special back. In the NFL, and they got some people comparing him to Todd Gurley when Todd Gurley came out of Georgia. Yeah, and, and I can kind of see that. So yeah, I got uh Jonathan Taylor going to the Bucks at fourteen. If they can grab him at fourteen, man, oh man, oh man, <laughs> I, I I think that could kind of put the Buccaneers uh in a decent spot, man. Starting the season up, man. So yeah, man. So that you know that was fun. Go ahead, Black. You got yeah, one I more. I got one more. Okay, let's I do need it. To get off, let's man. do it. I got one more. Let's do it. What you got? I got the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, hello. <laughs> With the 17th pick in the 2020 second annual Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk Mock Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select who black? Well, this kid is one of my favorites in this draft. All right. I think he's been a little overlooked in this draft. Okay. I have I have the Cowboys selecting Grant 
Deal pet okay. from LSU okay. at the safety position. Okay, I feel like this is their number one need. Okay, it's safety. It is because it is. It uh, you you lost you, you lost Heath. a big time. You lost, lost a Heath. couple of defensive players. I lost Jones in off in, in the offseason. and yep. I feel like Deal pet. We all know his accolades at LSU. Just one of the, one of the best safeties in the league. Fantastic. He's a ball hawk. Fantastic. Just everything he. Wherever the ball is, he's there. So I think this would be a perfect fit for the Cowboys at number 17. I'll take him. I'll take him. I think us us, us Cowboys fans, all of the Cowboy fans who are listening out there, you can relate. We do have a couple of holes. I'm off of rugs and lamb. But if I can get the safety out of LSU, man, hey, I'll take him too. I'll take him too because he was very impressive uh, this past season, man. So that was fun, Black. That was was fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, That's going to wrap up the second annual. The second annual reduced lunch action sports news desk mock draft we did our top 10 and then we sprinkled some other teams in there as well so y'all give us your input man of course the draft is fastly approaching it's a uh, almost a week and a half away man we of course we'll be talking more about the draft but we want to do our mock and get it out front uh in front of all of the other content that we're going to be doing with the draft man so y'all let us know you know what you think you agree you agree with our picks you disagree with our picks? What you guys thinking uh, as me and Black roll down? And shout out for Fred uh, for, for uh, coming in and joining us on the show today. Talk about uh, his beloved, his darling Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, let's run that back. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. All right, man. So we're going to uh, transition, man, out of the National Football League. We're going to stop by. Uh, the NBA for a second. All right, man. So just a little bit with the NBA. Just a little bit. So currently right now, me and Black are trying to stomach the horse competition uh, that's on TV, man. We've seen Trey Young. We've seen Chauncey Billups. I think Tamika Kitchens and Paul Pierce. And we've seen it. We, we appreciate the effort, man, because we're dying here. We are dying here uh, at the Sports State trying to get some live footage, man. But, yeah, we got the uh, uh, the horse competition uh, currently playing, man. But uh, let's let's continue to hype it, man. Let's continue to hype it, Black Man. I wasn't going to play it, but man, let's just play it, man. Yeah, man. You got to. Yeah, let's just play it. You guys not allowed? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what time is it? Big Our mentality was to go out and win at any cost. Mm. Jordan is the most talented player in the NBA by far. The show of the 90s, the team of the 90s. Whenever they speak Michael Jordan, they should speak Scottie Pippen. We created an image that people want to live up to. I think that's all you can hope for. Woo! 
Yeah, man. It's here. So while me and Black was doing the mock draft, I'm, we're guessing they showed. That's the second trailer. Yeah, they I had seen trailer. something today on Twitter about them bringing the second trailer out. So I'm guessing that's what that was. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. have to go back and, and watch that. We seen it, but we couldn't hear it all, and they were showing that while we was doing the uh, the mock draft. But um, let's continue to hype it, Black. Next Sunday. Next Sunday, nine o'clock on ESPN, man. We get the first two episodes of the Last Dance, which is 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 zoning in on the last championship run of the Chicago Bulls, man. Michael Jordan, Scotty, Phil, Rodman, everybody who was involved, man. We're going to see it. So, Black, I know we've been, we just been itching and itching and waiting for this thing. We are almost there, Black. It's almost time, man. Yeah. So, how you feeling today, Black? We're a week out. <laughs> After seeing what I I didn't have to have no sound. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, after seeing alone. what I just seen, and yeah, man. and I know we probably we, we're going to put this up on our Instagram page and our Twitter page. Right, this right. This trailer once it gets out the way that they just showed it. Uh, but man, and and one of the clips they just showed Phil Jackson sitting at his decks and he had like a playbook that said the Last Dance on it. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing that was. The whole playbook. I'm, this is what I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing this is the whole entire playbook for the last three rings mm-hmm. that he used for for that for for that three peat. Because mm-hmm. it it literally in clear bold letters say the last dance on there. Mm-hmm. So man, uh, I'm I'm excited to see man. And the second trailer looks phenomenal, man. It's just it, 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 it they give you more to what to watch for, what to look for. They had. They had in the in in the trailer they had the owner of the Bulls going back and forth with Scotty Pippen in the locker room across, over yeah. something. So I don't know what that is, but I can't wait to see, man. I'm excited about this, man. Uh this is what if you're a real sports fan, this is what you need right now. Yep. It's not the horse competition. It's none of these <laughs> things. We're grateful. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, gra- real it. grateful. Appreciate we're very grateful, appreciate but it. The sports world needs this 10-part documentary right now. We need it. This is what we need because uh, this is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot wait. Um, I, I'm going. Me and my man's going to watch this first episode together. We're going to talk about this thing. We hope it's intriguing enough where we can just jump right into an episode afterwards. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, will see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I'm excited, man. Um, been waiting for this for a long time. Absolutely, man. Um. You heard a new episode from the sports desk, bro? Man, turn that other show off, bro. Look, man, I am so excited about this, man. I am so excited, man. It's not often you get to take a look back, man, at such um, iconic footage, such history, man. It's We said this before on the sports desk. Social media was not... Something that we, you know, that was up and alive. You do, We didn't have the access during these times. There's a bunch of documentaries I wish they would make. I wish they would make a documentary on the Dallas Cowboys, Roman. They won those three Super Bowls in four years. Like, I, I would like to see um, 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 what it was like, you know, when, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Like, even when uh, Magic and, and Kareem them was on their run going against the Celtics in the finals. Like, just... Unprecedented footage. I say the I say the Lakers with Shaq, Kobe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, but 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 this here, it has to start here. There's no other story in sports that I think the world wants to know more about than that Chicago Bulls run. Mm-hmm. This 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 is it, man. And I'm I'm grateful for this moment. 
I'm grateful that ESPN, the Bulls, Jordan and Pippen, like we don't see these guys like that. We don't. These guys don't sit down in front of a camera and talk to us like that. And we're going to get features from Kobe and Obama and Justin Timberlake and Nas, like Spike Lee, like Charles Barkley, Regiment. Like we're gonna be we're gonna be seeing the entire landscape at that time on our televisions talking about this story, man. And I'm super excited, man. And, and I can't wait. Like, literally, we are one week out. We got five weeks of this, bro. Yes, we do. <laughs> Two hours every Sunday, starting next Sunday, all the way through May the 18th, bro. Like, just excited. We are just excited here at the Sports Test, man. So, um, I can tell you this. Next Sunday... You know, is the premiere. But that Monday episode of the Sports Desk, which I believe is episode 52. If not that night. If not that <laughs> night, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if you're, the episode that you get is all last dance. <laughs> I'm talking about every drip of the show. And, and, and it deserves that. Yeah, like, we got yeah. two full episodes, man. So, we'll see, man, uh, what shakes down uh, next uh, Sunday, man, with the world premiere of the last dance all right man so we're going to transition into a couple of things that we didn't get to talk about and i don't look for me and black to have a full-on breakdown of this clip that y'all about to hear but i heard it and i found it rather interesting uh what was said um from the great shannon sharp unk shannon about jordan and in LeBron's NBA Finals and the championships that they did win. So check this clip out from, from Unc Shannon. And before I turn it over to you, Skip, I just want you to know, Michael Jordan is 6-0. Can't take that from him, nor would I attempt to. But I want to know, of the six teams that he beat, of the top 20 NBA Finals teams, where do they rank? And I tell you what I'll do. I'll take the 16, I'll take the 16-17 and 17-18 Golden State Warriors, I'll take the 07 Spurs, and I guarantee you, they'll be top 10 finals teams in the history, and nobody Jordan will team beat will make the top 10. Therein lies the rub. You try to be slick, Skip Bayless. He beat, oh, he beat the Knicks. Stop it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, look, 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 like look, 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 look. We're not going to blow this up today. But I just, I want to put this out into the atmosphere, Black. Oh, man, we ain't going to blow this no, out. Not today, because we want to get other people yeah, involved. We want to get right. Smooth in here. We want to get Tay in here. We want to we, we, we wanna, we wanna kind of. So I got to hold back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man, because, ah. because, and I'm not going to take too much time, but I'm going to shoot it to you, Black. Like, look, those are facts. Yes, they that are. That Shannon Sharp just spit out. Yes, he did. Those are facts, bro. <laughs> that Spurs team that the Heat beat that year, bro, Mike didn't, Mike didn't, he ain't beat nobody who was cape like you can put toe to toe versus that Spurs team. He did it. That Warriors team, that 73 and 9 team, like and he too, he even left out the uh, the 14 or the 13 Spurs. Like you 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 you, you, you can't <laughs> like I can't think of nobody that the Bulls beat that you could put up against that Warriors team that LeBron came back down 3-1 and got the championship. Only team to ever do that in the NBA Finals. And look, 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 look. We're not dissing Jordan. That's not what we're doing. But there is a conversation that is going to happen here at the Sports Desk. And the conversation is LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. That is the conversation. Now, look, the reason that me and Black are not going to dive in, I'm going to let Black get off in a second, but we know The Last Dance is about to premiere. 
And it's only fair that we get all this footage that we're going to get with The Last Dance so we can be able to process it to what we've seen with LeBron James. It's, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Because in the LeBron James era, we have unprecedented access to yes, see. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We didn't have it with Jordan and the Bulls, but we're about to get it for five weeks straight. So, listeners, people who disagree, people who think I'm a madman and a maniac for even mentioning this stuff, there will be a conversation. Yes, it will. LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. Black, talk to him, man. What you think about that clip Uncle Shay Shay uh, told us about? Man, man? I just... He could have kept going on and on about the teams LeBron played. Yeah, man. Uh, not just the, that Warriors team, but the worst. Uh, all two of the Warriors teams were KD, uh, the thirteen Spurs that came back and got the Heat uh, after the back to back and beat them four one. That Spurs team, um, he did. Who else did he did he say? Uh, even even that Thunder team that the Heat beat, even that Thunder team that he beat for his first reign. Okay, though that team right there was better than better than most of the teams that. Uh, Michael Jordan played against with uh with KD. And All right, Black, Russ be careful and, now. Yeah, uh, you gotta <laughs> say it, man. Look at that body of talent that the Thunder had on that team. But be careful, Black. We gonna get into that. We going to get into it. I'm not gonna. D said I can't open it up, so nah, not yet. I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. Not so yet, uh, not yet, not yet. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, and I cannot wait till our special guests come in so we can dive right into this thing. So I'm gonna hold everything that I have. Yo. For a further occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold, hold, hold that. Hold that, Black. Hold, please hold it, man. Because <laughs> a lot of our listeners, man, are are, are family and our friends. And, and at one point in time, man, there was a place that we all met up at. My old apartment on Normandy Boulevard in the, in the location that mm-hmm. a lot of situations got heated. Mm-hmm. A lot. And we had yes. a room full of dudes who were passionate and had their opinions, man. And we're going to bring it to you live here on the Sports Says. We're going to yes. give you a, a, a classic look, a sound of what it looks like when us and all of our good friends get at it about sports, man. It's going to be fun. Our listeners who's listening, Dedrick is telling you no lie. <laughs> These debates and conversations yeah. that we used to have yeah. at the apartments on Normandy. <laughs> Used to be so real. Yes. My mans would get notes from the office the next day <laughs> about the lies. It, it, it was too loud. It was too loud. It's too much going on. It was this, too loud. This is a warning. So. Yes. Yes. And it was plenty of those notes handed out. Absolutely. Because the conversation and the debates that we have are so real. Facts. You will really think we don't like each other. We hate, like we hate each other. Like, there's about to be some problems <laughs> but, in there. But, but it's not that. We're right. just so passionate about sports yeah. and what we talk about and we what we believe in. Yes, sir. You know, and, yes, sir. and that's why we have these big... That's why I cannot wait yep. till we get this thing right here rolling because... It's going to get real. Very. Yes. And we're excited here at the Sports Desk, man. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all stick with us. Y'all process that sound from Uncle Shay Shay, and then we'll talk a little more. So, we got one. We got two more things in the NBA, man. Let's get with it, man. So, there was a scenario that could have took place back in 1999. And me and Black going to give our thoughts on it real fast. And I'm going to read this. In 1999, the Raptors had a deal in place to send Tracy McGrady and a first-round pick to the 76ers for Larry Hughes. I'm going to stop right there. At that time, Larry Hughes was an all-star. And at that time, Larry Hughes had just got paid by Philly. Mm-hmm. And they were saying Hughes and AI was going to, you know, form this tandem and, 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 you know, try to do some things. And it didn't work out like that. 
But Toronto got cold feet and backed out of the deal after Stephen A. Smith broke the news. Uh, Allen Iverson was only 24 years old at the time and could have been the best backcourt ever. So again, let me elaborate on this. Stephen A. Smith broke the news before the trade went down that T-Mac was headed to the Philadelphia 76ers. When the news got out and the media got a hold of it, Philly got cold feet and backed out of the deal, and the deal did not take place. So, Black, what would a backcourt, what would have a backcourt of Tracy McGrady and Allen Iverson Iverson, back in 1999 going forward, what would that would have looked like in the Eastern Conference? We're talking about young AI and young T-Mac. What would that have looked like in your opinion, Black? Man, that would have been amazing, man. Like, yes, wow, yes, man, yes, (laughs) like to even sit here and think about it, man. Like, I don't know, but like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, as amazing as that backcourt would have been and all the things they would have done together, would it have produced championships? Mm -hmm. That's the only concern that I would have with it. What, what, as good as it is, we didn't see very good backcourts in our lifetime of watching basketball, but we have seen, we haven't seen a lot of them produce championships so I think it would have been amazing but I'm on the fence about what it would have produced a championship okay because you then in what 99 you had your Lakers coming on and you had that reign going on Mm -hmm. and I had to deal with that reign and would him and Tracy McGrady been enough to get past a Kobe and a Shaq Mm -hmm. and that team that was that was uh that came together in LA. Right. Uh, I like it. I love it. Yo, they would have they would have ruled the East hands down if that would have happened. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not sure if it would have produced a championship. Mm-hmm. So would they have won a title? I'm gonna say no. Would they would have been box office? Would they had? Would they would have? Would they would have just blown it out the water? And would have been must-see TV. Yes, they would have. In the Eastern Conference, you got the Nets, who made it to the finals. You had the Pacers, who made it to the finals. Um, who who else made it? Philadelphia made it to the finals. I guess you had the Pistons on the rise. You know, with Chauncey and 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 and, and Tayshawn Prince and those and those guys. But Philadelphia very well could have made it to the finals every single year in the Eastern Conference, but they would they would have lost to the Lakers or they would have lost to the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know they just would have lost because they wouldn't have been enough. Because because you know you you would have had what Dikembe Mutombo, you know at center, Aaron McKee. You would have had Snow, Eric Snow. <laughs> just not a lot of talent besides McGrady and Iverson. That even if both of them would have got forty apiece, that's only eighty points. Like yeah. Shaq and Kobe, them they gonna get forty two, so that's eighty. But you had Horry and Fox and Fish, you had snipers out there from three making it happen, man. I would have loved to see it. It would have been entertainment at its highest. They would have made it to the NBA Finals, but I don't think they would have quite uh, won a title. Black, yeah, I agree. Got together, I agree. If they would have got together. All right, man. So we're going to transition into one more topic in the NBA. ESPN put out a graph this week, and Black, I'm going to run these down to you, and I want you to give me your thoughts, man. What do you think? The greatest shot in NBA Finals history. Number one, Kyrie Irving's 2016 Game 7 clincher 
against the Golden State Warriors, uh, elevating the Cavs to win the title uh, four games to three. Ray Allen's 2013, bang, three-point shot to tie the game in game six to force it to overtime, man. Such a dramatic shot. Michael Jordan's 1998 NBA Finals clinching game six championship shot to win his sixth and final ring uh, against the Utah Jazz. And one that's a sleeper that a lot of people I don't hear talk about is Magic Johnson's 1987 Game 4 championship clinching baby skyhook to win the title for the Lakers when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could not play back in 87. So, Black, Kyrie, Ray Allen, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, which shot is number one for you? Ain't no two, ain't no three, ain't no four. Which one stands out and the other three got to go black? Yeah. <sighs> Talk to me, Black. Man. Which, what a great list. What, what a, a great, great list. list. Which, which one what is standing list. out above the rest, Black? But I have to go with, undoubtedly. Oh, undoubtedly. The greatest shot of, of I'm going to say my career because I felt like I was a player on this team. <laughs> I was so invested. Do you know how much I was invested? Yeah, man. I have to go with Kyrie's Irving shot against the Warriors. Okay. Okay. Uh, After he hit that shot, I got on my knees and cried like a baby. (laughs) I called my homeboy on the phone, 12 in the morning. Yeah. D, we've done it. Yes. We've done it. Yes. So, I have to go with Kyrie's Irving last shot to beat the Warriors. 73 and 9 Warriors. 3 in the NBA Finals. Man, I went back and forth with this list, and three out of the four of these shots I saw live. I saw the Jordan shot, man, when he crossed up uh, Byron Russell and pulled up from the corner (laughs) of the elbow and knocked down the shot. And it's it's a poster in probably everybody's phone or a house or whatever, man. But the Kyrie Irving shot was sensational due to the circumstances. The entire build of it with LeBron and the Cavs down 3-1 and they was chipping away, chipping away and, and and Kyrie Irving just shooting Steph Curry right between the eyes from that deep three to win that championship for Cleveland. But the difference between my number one, which is the Ray Allen shot uh, in that finals against the Spurs game six, here's the difference for me. And I'm with you on the Kyrie shot. We saw it coming. Kyrie was low in Steph Curry to sleep, dribble, 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 step back to his left, and he let it go deep from three, and bang, the Cavaliers win. The Jordan shot, Jordan walking down Byron Russell, walking him down, going right, going back left, pushed Byron Russell a little bit, pulled up from the elbow, and knocked down the shot. Bulls win their sixth title. But let me tell you something about this Ray Allen shot. <laughs> The the dog the Heat were done. The Spurs was about to win the title four games to two. Braun shoots that three from the right side of the court and he misses. Everyone's like, oh no, Braun's about to go down again. Your boy Chris Bosch gets the rebound. And you see Bosch, you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Bosch? What are you doing? And oh my God, it's Jesus Shuttlesworth right there behind him. <laughs> Chris Bosch throws it to Shuttlesworth. The man is looking forward. Presence of mind to take two steps back, not even checking his feet, 
Ray Allen didn't check his feet. And he pulled up and he let that thing go from the corner three. And all you heard was Mike Greenberg go, bang! <laughs> tie game. The Heat tie the game. And I'm sitting there pulling my hair out of my head because it was so unexpected. It was so dramatic. And not to take away anything from Magic Shot and, and from Kyrie and, and, and from, from uh, Jordan Shot. But we just didn't see this coming. You thought the series was over. Yes, you was did. like, man, LeBron is going to lose again in the finals. And Ray Allen not even checking his feet, dog. He didn't check his feet. He literally took two steps back and let that thing go and hit nothing but draws. <laughs> the net just smacked. And it was a tie game, man. And, and that's just for me. All the shots were great. They were all classic, man. But I tell you what, bro. They had the game six game on uh, the other day on ESPN. And when I saw it, man, I still caught chill bumps, man. Yeah, they did. And, and Braun was so elated. And Dwayne Wade, these boys were so elated. And Ray Allen, man, just so clutch in that and, moment, And you man. know what was crazy? I seen that same game. That you, right. And it was so crazy how the ups and downs in that game, man. Like, yeah, man. LeBron and... Dwayne Wade were really struggling in yes, that game. Yes, yes, Badly. yes. Badly. Yes, yes. You know, and then LeBron had this little stretch where he got to like 30-something yeah. points. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, he went, he went yeah, off. Yeah, he, he went off. But, yeah. man, like like you say, the presence in mind, like, <sighs> for Ray Allen to even just take them steps back. Yeah, and, man. And we don't even forget about that. Bosh had in mind yes. to know yes. my teammate is on the side of me. Ray Allen. And just kick it out. He could have, Bosch could have did something well. Yeah. He just shot it quick and tried yeah. to fire. But he had the presence of mind. Yes. Ray Allen is next to me. The best shooter in the league at the time. The, get him the ball. Yes. Get him the ball. And Ray Allen just had one of those Jesus Shuttlesworth moments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did, man. Yes, he did. So, yeah, man, we thought that was pretty interesting. We kind of got some, uh, I think, what, Curtis Fuller. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, was uh, getting at us on Twitter about that man. So we'll we, we'll be interested to know. We're gonna call him this out one yeah, more I time. Yeah, I think I think he said the bull, the Michael Jordan bull right. shot was yeah. the best shot, and it was a great <laughs> shot. It was a great shot. It was. So you got Kyrie Irving's 2016 Game Seven NBA Final shot, Ray Allen's 2013 Game Six NBA Final shot, Michael Jordan's 1998 Game Six NBA Final shot, and Magic Johnson's 1987. Game four, uh, NBA final shot, man. So y'all holler at us, man. Y'all let us know what you think about uh, those shots, man. And, and and give us who you believe is, uh, who had the best shot. You know, we would love to know uh, who you guys are rolling with. All right, man. So we're going to transition into the WWE for just a second, man. And, you know, we're going to get out of here, man. But we had something that go down in WWE. It kind of fun for us, man. We had one of the legends kind of talk to us a little bit, man. But before we do, man, we're going to pay a little homage, man. A little homage to another legend, man. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> All right, all right. Shout out to the game, to the cerebral assassin, Triple H, the game, man. All right, Black, so something interesting, man. It's not often that you get, you know, one of your one of your legends in the WWE to come out and kind of give a Mount Rushmore. All right, so we had The Rock, Rocky Maivia, the Blue Chipper, 
come out and give his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, man, who he, in his opinion, this is not his favorite. These are the four guys who he felt really built wrestling, who are staples in wrestling, man. So here we go. Number one, he said himself. <laughs> the Rock said he was number one. Number two, I don't think this in any order, but I'm just going by the Mount Rushmore. His second on his Mount Rushmore's face was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He had Austin at number two. Number three's face is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was number three. And number four, he got the wheeling and dealing. Jet flying, girl kiss stealing, nature boy, whoo, Ric Flair at number four. So he put himself number one, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair. Ric Flair, pretty great list if you're going to have a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I know if I was to drive by Mount Rushmore of wrestling and I saw those four faces, you know, I wouldn't be too ticked off, <laughs> too ticked off at that. So Black, it's our turn. Let's okay. get a little funky. We talk a lot of wrestling here. We talk a little, a lot of attitude era. We talk a bunch, man, but let's give our listeners, man, our Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, Black. So let's start with you, Black. Give me your Mount Rushmore of wrestling. All right. I got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. The Undertaker. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Okay. And Ric Flair. Woo! All right. That's a great list. Give me that list one more time, Black. Give me that list one more time. That's a really good list. One of our listeners to kind of hear uh, that one more time, Black. Who you got? I got Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm -hmm. The Undertaker, mm. Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair. Okay, man. That's a great list. Great list. Our list is kind of similar. Uh, we got two of the same people. But my list, my Mount Rushmore, is Hulk Hogan. The Macho Man Randy Savage, the Nature Boy, whoo, Ric Flair, and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. So in my in my Mount Rushmore, I think all of these are defining eras in wrestling, uh, from Hogan to Savage to Nature Boy and to Shawn Michaels. You know, always eras always play a great part when you talk about wrestling, man. So that is uh our Mount Rushmore. Of wrestlers, man. So y'all let us know, man. What four wrestlers are on your uh Mount Rushmore? We would love to hear. All right, man. So um let's transition out of that, man. We're gonna get into some other news here. And um we'll talk a little bit more about something else, man. But we're gonna give us some other news, man. We're gonna get ready to get out of here, man. Episode 51 of the sports desk. Shout out Drizzy, man. You know, back to back, you know. Six, six, all right, man. So black, we had some, uh, <laughs> some, 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 some other news, man. So check this one out. Kevin Garnett, newly uh, inducted uh, to the uh, Naismith Hall of Fame. Kevin Garnett, you know he's getting his jersey retired in Boston. The number five is being retired in Boston uh, next season. But guess what? KG says <laughs> he don't want the Minnesota Timberwolves to uh, retire his jersey. He is accusing the owner of being a snake. Oh, wow. He said he don't have good relationship with the owner. He said he know why he considers him a snake. And uh, he's going to pass on having his jersey retire in Minnesota, man. Oh, so there's man, some bad blood with yeah. Kevin Garnett and the ownership of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And what I hope is, Black, that cooler heads will prevail because Kevin Garnett's jersey needs to go up in that rafters yes, it does. for the Minnesota Timberwolves, yes, man. But KG ain't messing with the Timberwolves right yeah. now, man. So we'll see how that goes. So, Jose Aldo, 
is out of UFC 251. He has suffered an injury and he will not be fighting Henry Cejudo for that bantamweight strap in Brazil. But there has somebody who's been given an opportunity. Somebody who I'm going to love seeing this fight and somebody who I'm going to read for to defeat Henry Cejudo. We got Dominic Cruz stepping back into the cage and getting a title shot for the Bantamweight crown. He's only lost one fight, one fight in the Bantamweight division. Dominic Cruz coming out of retirement to face Henry Cejudo at UFC 251 in Brazil. Now, I don't know about you, Black, but I am excited and I am hyped about that. I am a huge Dominic Cruz fan. Yo! Yes, sir. Yo! Cruz, Cejudo, <laughs> 251 for the Bantamweight strap. Oh, They man. already talking trash on Twitter, too. They already going back oh, and forth, man. man. Very, very excited I, about I, that. I, I just hope my guy ain't, I hope my man's ain't rusty, We'll man. see. He better not be going to get that Ooh, girl, Cejudo. Wee. All right, man. So, a little bit more. The Texans have traded for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is on his third team in the last five seasons. I don't think this really makes up ground for Deshaun Watson losing uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but it's something, you know, he'll be able to stretch the field. Cooks is now a Texan. All right, so trouble in Utah. Trouble in Utah. Uh, Donovan Mitchell says he doesn't want to play with Rudy Gobert anymore. He's not a fan of Gobert's actions of how he handled the whole coronavirus um, uh, situation when the first was a brewing. Uh, a lot of people see the press conference when Gobert was making fun and, and, and coughing and stuff like that. My man say he is not a fan. He is not a fan of that, and their relationship may not be able to recover. Donovan Mitchell is basically saying it's either me or him. Wow. So Utah. We've seen this before. Yeah, Utah may be getting <laughs> rid of Rudy Gobert before they get rid of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. And last but not least, Vince McMahon just can't catch a break, man. Look at the XFL is done. The XFL ah, has yeah, suspended all operations indefinitely due to the coronavirus um, that has been sweeping the country and the world, of course. And this man put a lot of money. Mm. You saw the effort this time around. You saw the effort. Better. with It, it was, it was a better. lot better, man. And it uh, looks like the XFL is going to be shutting it down again. So the operation has been suspended indefinitely, man. So we'll see if the XFL can bounce back, man. Uh, so... Shout out Drake, man, OVO XO Team Team. You know what I'm saying? You can catch this uh, uh, iTunes, shout out all that, man. You know, shout out OVO, you know, 6 out 666. All right, man. So, so Black, I see you want to kind of get back in there about the uh, Brandon Cooks uh, yeah, to man. the Texans, man. Uh, I seen something on Twitter, man. It was really interesting. Okay. When the Brandon Cooks thing broke. Right. And someone said, and I have to agree with what he said. Okay. On Twitter, uh, I forget oh. who it was. I'm sorry. Okay, but it was said that Deshaun Watson's days in Houston are numbered. They feel like Deshaun Watson is. It was said, reported that he's very unhappy mm. with the release of DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. and that he is not pleased with. Uh, Top the, the, Bill the O'Brien, head, the, Bill head, O'Brien. the head, and the decisions that have been made, not just with Deshaun, but all all over the board for the Houston Texans. So they believe that he could be on his way out the door in Houston. And I second that motion. Houston's gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to get Bill O'Brien out of. They're gonna have to do something because it's gonna be rare. Deshaun Watson is gonna be the hottest free agent. And Houston will probably franchise tag. I'm going to probably do something like that to keep him in Houston. But look, they better fix it. 
they better do something in Houston or this kid's going to end up somewhere and we never see this in football. We never see a young quarterback within his first five years leaving and going to another team. Deshaun Watson is a top 10 quarterback in this league. Deshaun Watson was almost in the AFC Championship game last year. He was almost there and he's only going to improve. So is Houston con- better... Contract year next year? Yeah, he came yeah. In, he came in with Leonard Fournette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, contract year. <laughs> yeah, but Houston to franchise him. Houston going to make it very... They going to make it very difficult for him to leave out of he will not play. Yeah. They going to make it very difficult for him... Make yeah. it very difficult him for uh, to leave uh, Houston, but we'll keep a close eye on that. Brandon Cooks is a weapon if he can stay healthy. Like he's a speed, so he can get down the field. But he ain't D Hop. He ain't D Hop. He's not him. And 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 we'll see. I still don't think Houston makes the playoffs. I think they be. I think they compete, but I don't think this move puts them back uh, in the playoff this, hunt. Man, you literally gave my my man's Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and Randall Cobb. As yeah. his weapons, and then injury-prone Davy Johnson, <laughs> Davy Johnson in the backfield. <laughs> so Deshaun, my guy, man, I I hope something works out, but uh, I don't have too much faith in what's no. going on over there, and I'm pretty sure my guy next to me doesn't have much faith either. No, I, I, but, I, I don't have any. I don't have any. But we wish you the best, my guy. Uh, it's it's been nothing but bad luck here. And we wish something good happens happens for you while you're in Houston, while they're while you're while you're the rest of your short time in Houston. Yeah, yeah I have a live sound of uh, uh, what happened when Brandon Cooks called Deshaun Watson's phone to kind of be hyped about playing with him. And Deshaun Watson allegedly said this to Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that was allegedly <laughs> what was said um, when Brandon Cooks gave Deshaun Watson a call. All right, man, so we're going to wrap it up, man. Uh, this has been episode 51 of the Sports Desk, man. Um, y'all check out our mock draft, man. Y'all let us know. Y'all let us know about our mock draft. Y'all let us know who you would take if you was the general manager or the owner of these teams, man. Y'all y'all, y'all kick it with us, man. Y'all let us know what's up, man. Y'all get with us about our start, bench your cut. Get with us about our top five. Like, yeah. we really love and enjoy the interaction interaction from our listeners man you guys really do a great job of letting us know what's up man so y'all hit us up man y'all can hit us up on twitter instagram uh directly you can see me at dedrick l hicks jr on twitter and on the instagram and y'all can also hit the reduce lunch sports page on instagram as well black where can they find you yeah y'all can find me on instagram and twitter at black enl3 and like dj said man y'all hit us up on on twitter man y'all put us y'all top 10 mock draft on twitter so we can talk about it and go back and forth i love the conversations that we have about sports everything so y'all give us y'all uh top 10 mock picks and then some of your picks here and there throughout the throughout the draft and yeah. where y'all see certain people going man y'all y'all hit us up man on our on instagram and twitter yeah yeah and, and, and don't be coming with no booth stuff with your top 10 <laughs> pick man because we're just gonna be like you know what, what did you do in camp that's what we're gonna ask you know what i'm saying if you come with anything booth, you're gonna get but this what? what did you do in camp you definitely gonna get that yeah man so uh again man we thank you for uh thank you for all, all the support listeners thank you for all of our fans everything you know that you guys do for us man we really really appreciate it and hey be locked in with the sports desk. Things are about to get yes, a lot are. more fun, a lot more interesting with our episodes due to the last dance, due to the NFL draft, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. It's tough. 
It's tough. There's no live sports, man. There's nothing out there, man. Except WWE, we're, we're getting that. Uh, UFC got shut down. We thought we were going to get a pay-per-view this Saturday. But ESPN and Disney told Dana White to hold it down. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? Until we could figure some things out, man. So, like I said, uh, we appreciate you rocking. Blake, you got anything before we go? Yeah, man. Uh, all our listeners, we appreciate all the love that we get. And like D said, man, we finna... Ramp up this thing with the last dance coming out. But uh, y'all continue to be safe. Put family first, man. And continue to uh, continue to rock with us on the, uh, every week on our, on our great show here. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll catch y'all later, man. Y'all be easy. The following announcement has been paid for by the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Hey, this Reduce Lunch Sports, man. Come on now. Bruh, listen to me right now. Are you kidding, bruh? You're listening to the sports show. It's Reduce Lunch Sport. It's Reduce Lunch Sport. New Sports Desk. Hey, you heard a new episode from the Sports Desk, bruh? Man, turn that other show off, bruh. <laughs>